I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. Today we're talking about best-in-class dental SEO, specifically for dentists and dentist practice, and what we do for our dental clients to take their SEO to the next level, drive more traffic, and help them gain more patience for their dental practice. Let's get into it. So first of all, there are multiple things, and, and I know you'll cover these in depth, but just on a superficial front, we're talking about a, a website that doesn't have the same content as other dentists in your area, in the region, or even in the whole United States. And so that's a big faux pas that a lot of uh, dentists make. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to do anything about it. They don't know how to deal with a local SEO web developer. So then they buy a, a, re a regional or a national brand, and they basically pull it out of a box. What I've seen oftentimes is in the footer, it'll even refer back to a different location, like uh, you know a California business, and, and, and a lot of times they don't even clean it properly. So one, it, it all starts with a unique website that is technically sound, that has technical SEO, that's world class, that's uh, dug into the local market. That's where I start with the website, and that's I know where you start in regard to building it. Yeah, we emphasize research all the time with any of our clients. It doesn't matter what industry it is, and it's no different uh, when it comes to a dental practice. So the first thing we do is we dig in uh, with market research and with client research to make sure we understand the dental practice, what makes that practice unique compared to the other practices in the same local market, and what are unique needs to the local market in that town or that city where we're trying to compete for search results. So we always start everything we do with research, which branches out into keyword research, which gives us a map of where we're headed with not only the off-page SEO, but with the on-page, what the website's gonna look like, what it's gonna emphasize, and that kind of sets the direction and the tone for the entire web build. Yeah, so we, we do those two things with, with doc, through documentation, really. Uh, but before we ever start building, before you ever start building, we have a document we send to the client. We, we ask them, you know, what's your value add? What is important? What services are important to you? What documentation do you have? Whose voice, uh, you know, who are we targeting with this site? Is it uh, other doctors? Is it clients? Is it regional? Is it local? Well, you know, do you have um, resources that we can use? Images, like what type of imagery do you want? Some, some want it cartoons cartoony some don't want it cartoony we gain all of that information through this document that we ship pre-build to the client and then while they're filling out that and getting that information to us we then do a, a competitive analysis it's what, it's what we call a war report it's what separates us from other people maybe we then dig into other people that are local that are doing it well and not doing it well we want to see who's the whole landscape and then we dig into regional competitors inside their niches that aren't necessarily competing with our client but they're doing it well in their niche and so we want to we want to look at all of them we want to see what uh, 
if they're using direct, um, how they're gaining direct traffic. Are they using social media? How much of their traffic is organic? How much of their traffic is social? How much of it is PPC? We look at what they're doing and then we're able to tell our client, look, these are other people that are in your niche, in their cities or even in our city, and these are the techniques they're using. We have to have a plan to use these things. We look at the strength of these different doctors in their niches and see what our strength, client's strength is and what strength we have to get to before we can really start ranking for dentists near me, dentists in my city, and things like that. So it's, it's two things that we really work on before we ever build a page. It's that information from the client and then that competitive analysis, that information we gain from the marketplace and who's out there, who's doing it well, who the incumbent is, because we, we want those spots, but with, Google's not just going to give them to us. Uh, we have to do things to get those spots, that location on page one of Google SERPs. Yeah, and from there, when we start the build process, we're going to keep all of that data in mind from that research. And that's going to give us a guide of what is going to be our site structure. So we're going to map that out on a wireframe. We're going to know how everything's going to map out from the home page and how our internal linking structure is also going to look. How are these pages, these categories going to interact with each other? And again, we haven't done a single thing to build the site yet. This is all prep work, laying the foundation for a really well thought out site. This saves us a lot of time because we've made this mistake in the past, guys. We've, we've just charged out there, done it, had to backtrack, had to redo pages, had to redo entire websites. And it's because there's a communications breakdown and there's a lack of preparation, a lack of vision that will mess you up and i get sometimes you got to just charge out there and get it done but these are lessons that we've learned we're trying to save you all some time as you go about this uh for on-page seo i can add to that you know we've had clients that have had two-page websites not ranking for a freaking word nothing made sense on their websites but then you know you and i have charged out we're like yeah we get it we will we get your vision and then we charge out without their input, thinking that because they didn't have any uh, documents, they didn't have anything on their old site, that you know we would get their new site right. And that in, has not been the case in some situations where we've had to go back and say, okay, wait a minute. So <laughs> you don't have anything on your site, you don't have any material, you don't have a brand, but yet now you think this fully built brand doesn't uh, represent you right. We've, we've learned that the hard way. We don't do that, even when they don't have even when they have a one page or no website, you still have to consult the client beforehand. You don't want to make that mistake. You want to get their words on document, a document showing what they want. And, and it's like you said, you know, you can use mood boards, you can use Webflow, wireframe it, show them where we're going before we ever go there. And so that we've got the client on board before we make these HTML, CSS, jQuery decisions that eventually then become the brand online. Yep, and so once we've got that part down, we will start the build process uh, from there. And one of the first things that I focus on is going to be my heading text because it's kind of the next level before I get too detailed and too down into the weeds on a website. I'm going to focus on my H1s, my H2s, and my H3s. Typically, I don't really go super in-depth i might have some h4s on a page but primarily i'm focusing on h1s h2s h3s of course one h1 per page that's going to match the url exactly and the focus keyword for that page and then h2s should all support 
that H1, kind of like a pyramid structure. And then last but not least, H3s will be under those H2s, feeding into them, supporting the H2s. And then a lot of times the H2s and H3s will be linking out to specific things. So on your homepage, your H2 might be your services, uh, might be some other key information that links directly to other pages on the site. Yeah, so I, I know you know, most people hopefully that listen to this understand this, but one thing that Dave's not talking about that <laughs> it's done every time is, yes, H1s, H2s, H3s, but he's also picking images that we can match the H1 with that image. We want to match up that, that title so we have the image with an actual title on the file as close as possible. And we have that title and that alt text on that image matching it as close to that content as we can which gives us even more roots into this keyword so that's the images and we try to keep those images below 100 kb whenever possible and we don't want to we don't want duplicate h1s on different pages and on your h2s when you're you know when you're building out 50 pages on a website which is very common to build out a large you get a large customer that wants a huge robust Pay, uh, website, you're going to have to use divs on multiple pages, like sales divs. And one thing that we do is we make sure we go back to those divs and we change those H2s and we change that content so that it's original content. We don't have any multiple H1s, multiple H2s, missing H1s, missing H2s, missing meta, ta t uh, meta descriptions, missing meta titles. And so all of this, of course, is on-page SEO. And this is what takes a dental client into uh, what we consider world-class SEO for dental clients because we're getting these technical, crossing the T's, dotting the I's on the technical aspect of a web development. And that's things that Dave does right at the beginning that we did not always do at the beginning. We had to learn the hard way. You know, we've always been really good with our builds and everybody it's it's a it's like a practice like dentists and other doctors it's a practice you get better over time um you know after you hit the 40 50 60 70 website mark you really start to just have a pattern that works and you, you know you can keep sites under um two seconds you know you can keep them under uh, meg a megabyte and a half or two megabytes you know you can add jquery to, to do different techniques that you that you used to do with larger files but once, once you've got that style, you don't want to mess up your on-page SEO by making mistakes. And we, we are very meticulous with these on-page SEO techniques. And that's what helps us to gain traction in the Google SERPs. Um, and, and you can't say when. Nobody can ever say when. You just got to do the right things. Keep an eye on it. What we use is uh, Screaming Frog. Screaming Frog's a huge program that we look at on page. Uh, I know Dave builds his uh, websites while looking through Screaming Frog, making sure we're not making any looking overlooking things. And then Sightliner. He's always using Sightliner when he's dealing with his on page when it, with the web build in the web build process. He's using SEO tools, and that is the difference between one developer and another. He's watching through through an SEO program, building the web development, making it mobile-friendly, making sure it's checking off with Google, using Sightliner to make sure that our top pages have the most page authority within the site um, so that they rank higher than other pages that might have uh, unintentionally be competing for the same keywords. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And if you're a freelance web developer, uh, this gives you a, f a huge advantage over other developers when you're pitching your services to clients when you have a, an SEO emphasis like that. And that could 
be the difference between you getting some amazing gigs uh, versus your competitors? That's a synopsis of our on-page SEO, uh, what we focused on on this episode. If you have questions about that, hit us up, Dave at NoZakConsulting.com or William at NoZakConsulting.com. In our next episode, we're going to cover off-page, more in-depth, what William focuses on at the same time while we're working on these web builds. But for now, I'm Dave. I'm William. And this has been the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast.